You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Democracy. Democracy in action. Democracy in action. We felt it here in Oz. Didn't we? Didn't we? Now, to start (coughs) off, I had my first democracy sausage. Oh, my God. I had that experience. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm not a citizen of Australia, so I can't vote. So, I can't- But you can eat a sausage. But I could buy a sausage. Oh, yeah. wow. So, this is the part that is even gets even more interesting, whereas you still, you have to pay for the sausage. It's not free as part of your experience of going. So, it's still a it's still a dollar fifty. Yeah. yeah. Cheaper than at Budding, but <laughs> still got to pay. You got to pay for that sausage. You got to pay for that sausage. Yeah. How did it taste? Well, okay. Well, so <laughs> let's, let's get straight into it. So, the, um, the taste of democracy. Um, I, bit yeah. burnt. Yeah, bit burnt. Bit burnt. The onions were a little bit underdone and the bread was a little bit rippy. So, yeah, uh, yeah compared to... Not much kinda, to hold it. No, not much holding it together, which was, you know, I guess it's kind of, it's a good, uh, it's a good the segue. The is there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good segue in, into our conversation because it kind of, you know, you got a real sense of kind of, um, yeah, it all started um, having a conversation with, with my daughter about why I didn't vote, um, yeah. you know, explaining to her mm-hmm. and um, the lore of the sausages. But I think what's what's interesting about kind of the, the election um I guess the electioneering here yeah. is it kind of doesn't end, does it? It doesn't end until you're actually in the ballot box. So it's like you've got to run the gamut of kind of, you know, signage, kind of all of these types of influences before you just get right there, which it's, is quite different than, than I've seen in kind of other, other places where like, you know, you have you can't really put signage up around uh, an election hall and things like that. You kind of have to leave it. Leave it as a little bit more of a, I guess, a space yeah. to kind of let people kind of flow in and make up their make up their mind or walk in already having made up their, their mind. I like that. Um, my first interaction with that arena was mm. when we handed out. I've told you that mm. that card, one horse race. Yep. But then we were there today. Oh, the other day, and yeah, it's it is so wild. It is wild. in terms of how. You, and I think a lot of work is done there in terms of trying to flip the vote. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It is a lot of Australians, myself included, people go in still sort of feeling what's right, what's wrong. And then your final taste, whether it's a sausage or speaking yeah. to Susan down there, giving you the reasons, giving you the reasons yeah. why, like, because we came in with the family. So it's hilarious watching the different colours because they're all very colour coordinated here or colour yep. like differentiated here in terms of the parties and everything like that and wow just everyone because they're so they've seen so many people come through how they size you up and who you are your demographics your clothes everything and it's just hilarious the interaction yeah no for sure but it is yeah it's it's interesting that you say that it isn't like that in other countries no it was very wild like very very wild in terms of kind of looking you know it's just like oh it's like a it's like a carnival it's like kind of you know it's like kind of it's all like party at the front and kind of business at the back type of thing and it was just um yeah like it felt like going to a school fair right yeah um in a in a strange way which was yeah yeah but yeah the the sausage overall i don't don't know i'd probably give it a four out of ten that's generous that's a bit generous generous. that's an all right sausage you you did all right where'd you go 
Uh, <laughs> here we go. Only three more years to wait. The other beauty of our system until we can have another sausage. Not long now. <laughs> but yeah, we've landed and it changed. I don't know. We shouldn't get focused too much on Australia. No. But yeah, the election came through and there was some mm. carpets pulled out and some reality checks. But mm. overall... It yeah. was still a democracy sausage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely, it's just business as usual, but in another color, really. So, you yeah, know, I think there's, there's certain kind of trends and stuff that come through any, any election. But I guess, you know, the thing that, you know, I probably took from, took from that and kind of reflecting into the, you know, our conversation around kind of digital citizenship is that it's just the process of it is still so, um, so clunky mm. in terms of actually how it, how it all actually works and kind of, you know, that, um, I don't think it was a surprise if you kind of look at the where culture is going in terms of kind of, you know, that <clears throat> basically the kind of, you know, saying that kind of broadly bullying behavior is just not not on. I mean, I think that's kind of what framed the election and kind of denying that we have a problem with our planet, again, is is not on. I think a lot of people kind of had that. It was a vote against something rather than a vote for something. And that's yeah. where I always get worried, right? Because it's then, okay, well, you realize after a while, well, what are we actually, what did we vote but for? It's, it's funny you say that that yeah. last election was like that as well. In it terms was. of a lot of elections are one of voting against something mm. uh yeah it's funny you say that it was true of last election true of this election because um mm. the candidate that did stand up and mm. maybe actually sit down and won yeah. didn't say anything really and, and it's it, got a powerful story like there is great narrative there, there in is. terms of why he represents australia and what it means but totally. in terms of how populist and how popular politics works i think we're getting into some of the mechanics if we're seeing that trend over time absolutely and it, it is about it's a it's a vote against rather than a vote for and, and like that i mean that petrifies me when you mm. when you think about what that actually actually means because the the policy platforms are becoming less and less defined and it's kind of these these things that are they're fleeting moments i mean they're important because it's ultimately it's about our growth as as a country our growth as global citizens in terms of kind of in our growth as humanity and mm. kind of moving forward all the time but the thing that is not there is there's no real thing to coalesce against other than against the the other and what you think so it's still very much popular politics it's just that i guess you know it feels a bit like um what we'd experience in anything like that people just go i don't like him anymore and that's what our election became about and I you're think fired you're fired but that's you know that same thing happened in the u.s the same things happened in canada same things happened in the uk and they're about to go through it again right in terms of when boris goes up i mean i can't see you know him being able to win that election because it'll be about voting him out not necessarily kind of voting what's coming next yeah. and that kind of takes us into like our conversation and the kind of last part of this around the framework of citizenship in a kind of digital democracy. I think we're still we're nowhere near that. It's so true. I want to add one thing with a bit of a glass half full on this is I think watching the Australian election unfold and then the results is that I think there's a lot of engagement in politics. Yeah. It's, in the past couple of years, I wouldn't actually say that. Or past election cycles, I wouldn't say it as much. But at the moment, it feels sort of ripe for change and ripe for building. So... It feels very much so that these sort of conversations need to be happening more and more around how do we evolve the process and how do we step it away from popular into policy and what that actually represents. Mm. Yep. Um, 
So the ground's there. It is fertile ground. Yeah, and we had these, I guess, these kind of moderate, independent um, candidates that I think you know are they're probably like a they're a prototype of the type of thing that we're that we're talking about, which is that it's broadly party agnostic, but it's issues centric, right? So we saw that in. <clears throat> I think kind of classic heartland, which um, kind of seats of, you know, our kind of our liberal party, which are kind of you know, tr- traditionally here called kind of like blue ribbon seats. Mm. Um, and what you're starting to see is that this this sense of that there's actually stuff we need to do things about. And, you know, I kind of equate it back to like the platforms that they ran on is is basically it's like a healthy eating platform. And what I mean by that is that there's a populist got to a certain point, um, probably about 10 years ago, where they're like, we can't just keep eating junk. And we actually have to pay attention to what's on the back of the back of the pack. And that's what they did as a as a strategy is actually point out what's on the back of the pack and this is what we need to do so it's kind of a first step towards actually people re-engaging i think with the fact that you know we actually need to um start to move towards things there are actual real things going on in the world we can't just keep going this is not happening la 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 um but then what i don't think they have is kind of the nuance of kind of actually how to get there exactly and i think that's what we can take today and then try and get through what digital citizenship looks like at Mm. that end and like where is that responsibility of Mm. the individual when we cross over into this ethereal land and make a land somehow digitally and physically yeah what is that and what is we really wanted to use today to go what is the role of that digital citizen and how to you encourage it without feeling like you're being forced to buy a $150 democracy <laughs> sausage. Yeah. No, true, true. Yeah. So I guess the to me, like the, the broad kind of pillars of what we've kind of laid down is that so it's... <clears throat> It's a distributed system, i.e. it's kind of blockchain. Everything's kind of unique. Kind of the data is, you know, there's kind of ways that you can set the questions, etc. But then kind of actually what it means to be kind of fully engaged in a, in a digital world, I think is... I would say is what you see in most things that are digital, which is that it's about two things, which is about proximity. So about kind of the speed that you can actually enact with something. Mm -hmm. So the ease in which you can work through something, but then it's also about the transparency, you know, in terms of as a, as a digital citizen. Um, So like, I think the ease thing you can, you know, take that as read that that's going to, you're going to be much quicker mm. in terms of being able to give your opinion about things that you matter. But from a, I think it's then the transparency piece that as a digital citizen, people have to become much more comfortable with expressing a view without being anonymous in, in some, some way. So you could be citizen X, but I, I kind of worry about that, right. In terms of that, you see this in kind of, you know, worlds like Twitter and things like that, where it's much easier for me, you know, with my, um, I guess my kind of, you know, my rate account um jmr 14 14 16 uh, <laughs> going, going after right. people yeah. you know but that's i mean i don't do that but i'm just saying like it's a, <laughs> disclaimer yeah disclaimer but um, i'm just saying that i think that's the that's the worry about that kind of that transparency piece is that you have to allow some at some level whether it's just proportional for people um like 10 percent of people think this or whatever that is there has to be something that checks that because otherwise yeah. it becomes just another way for us to yell at each other oh for sure i never saw it as an opinion piece like i think no. that's where it has to step away and that's where protocol comes in where it's mm. it's you have a say at this the questions are put here i don't necessarily I never see it as a 
as a forum for discussion. I no, think there I don't could either. be breakout. But I'm what I'm seeing, I guess, is that as a as a voter, yeah, no one knows what you voted. Whereas I'm saying in this, there might have to be. You reckon there should be? Well, or at least in number form, right? Yeah. At least at some oh, for sure some level. And where it's coming, like yeah. you can see it on the maps at the moment. You can yeah. see where it's coming from. Mm. I think you can aggregate it, but I still like the idea of anonymous because it allows people to have, especially in Australia, we have very much a private politics and a public politics. Yeah, true. People true. say something, but what they actually really want might be a bit more private. That's due to family. Who knows? Yep. Who knows what that is? But I think that would be a hard thing yep. to break down. And I don't think if it was... So, you don't think a digital citizen could ever be more public than they are in today's system? I think they could system. have a choice, but I, like if they- Yeah. What like there no- should be a mechanism where you can sort of make a case for something. Because mm. um, I, I think humans are naturally influenced. You can't actually take that out of the system and nor should you. Because no. you should be putting a case forward. Yeah. But there's got to be like spaces where you can listen to points of view, engage with them. Yeah. And then go yep. forward. And that's through sort of through the questioning mechanisms, I'd imagine. Yeah. And then where to learn, learn yeah, more so, information. No, that's, that's cool. Because I think that's, that's one thing I've been kind of preoccupied about is like, because citizenship is often like ha- day-to-day life, having an opinion on things, helping to shape things in terms of kind of, you know, doing what you believe is the right thing yeah. in the right direction. But that can be separate from kind of actually how you influence the the policy going forward, which is much better to be anonymous, right? Yeah, I think it would work a lot better mm. being anonymous, but being able to engage yep. um, and have a say more, more often if you want and more uh, like you can see your tangible result. Like that's still the problem at the moment with the ballot paper. Mm. You're making compromises. You might agree with Sally, but you really like X. We've gone through this around where you sit on the pendulum of issues. And I yep. think it's, I think that question sheet would reflect it a lot more mm. and be able to develop a better data set, which you labeled really well, the new digital commonwealth, which yep. is the commonwealth, which is a collection of um, our data that's collected through this sort of mm. survey yep. or like engagement profiling. Yeah. That's and ongoing. Do you, so do you think we would need... Um do you think we would need politicians? That's the other thing. So, like, as a digital citizen, because we're talking about citizenship yeah. now, right? So, yeah. it's about that you're the system stuff. I can kind of see that. But then, like, do you think we would need people to represent us in that? Or do you think it would just be, like, this is the voice of the people? Like, how? Because that's the other interesting question about this, yeah. right? If everyone's engaged and there's digital citizenship yeah. and it's broadly, um, you can kind of push things in different directions. But then we have we have government that enacts it, but kind of politicians are always the voice of the people to the machinery of government. Yeah. Right? I think you did... I, re- yeah. I don't know, this may be... You can tell where I come from, but, like... You'd want to relabel what a politician is, I think, because of the connotation that mm. it sits with right now, yeah. especially if you're going for system change. Yeah. And you'd call them like custodians or something. Something. Where it's not necessarily... I don't think they're standing up and... hound. They're not hounding a, like a, a platform where there's all these other representatives. They're hard on the issue. Yeah. They're just sort of making sure that that space is held, represented yep. in policy. I don't... You know what I mean? It's yeah. not. No, I do. I do. Like it's it's more like um it's more like a management position where you've kind of been given the and that can come from agenda, anywhere. Yeah, and then you have to kind of work with the machinery to make it happen. Yeah. Exactly, and you have to sort of 
you got to mandate, you got to make it happen. Yeah. And you got to encourage involvement because that's the bit that I think we still haven't nailed is mm. like, is Joe Blow, mm. Paddy Schmo, Genu, like, be involved in this digital citizenship. Yeah. Like the carrot and the stick mm. um, without a sausage, even if you have to pay for it. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people found here in Australia a pain in the bum yeah. to go and vote, even yeah. though it's our right. It's a privilege. Yep. It's everything. Yep. But how do we make it, if you're entering into the digital, feel like... Just do it through your phone. Exactly. Yeah. But how, do you know, like, without it just being like, oh, fucking government's bloody asking <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think it's, that's a, that to me is about kind of the... It's, it's culture, a, a, but... But no, but I think it isn't it about the time horizon. Like, yeah. the mechanics of this, I think, is, is interesting. Like, I would argue that in this system, probably a three-year window is about right for taking the sense check of a kind of a, a nation and kind of actually doing like a management review on how well that's actually being enacted. Yeah. The feedback loops I can see, but it, like as a digital citizen in this space, it's, it's ultimately about being more comfortable with this with this notion that kind of that we all actually have an opinion yeah and it all actually counts and i think that's that to me is the interesting part in society is that our society is unequal mm. there is and some people's opinions count more than others so what we're really talking about as a digital citizen is your ability to influence as an individual is the same as everyone else so it's ultimately really what we say is we democracy are, exactly is, is democracy yeah. but democracy as a concept has never been equal, equal. ever no. ever like yes even today like it's people are excluded from voting on certain parameters etc it is not um equal for everyone and then in the system it's ultimately about lobbying influence etc about pushing these things through i'm not sure you're ever going to be able to do anything about that oh, yeah. in terms of but what you'd have is a clearer road to to the future and people to be able to see kind of where things sit where things actually stand like i'm i think the one of the core issues is people are not comfortable with um uh kind of we like asymmetry in information people like to hold things that they believe give them some level of power and stuff whereas this takes away that it actually that the information is just clear and there Mm. and one person one opinion yeah, I think it would land well. And as you say, mm. you can't get rid of that. Those influencing factors, whether it be media, your neighbor, whoever, mm. that's fine. That's fine. We're not looking yeah. to change that. We're looking to change the way that you have that vote and engage with it. And I think from there, things will change around it. And they would. as we spoke about, those iterations can start to get, we can get the system if we build the process around it or... Yep. You can get that system a lot more intelligent and start to learn as as it goes forward. Absolutely. But we're really just trying to solve that engagement piece and get I away so. from popular politics into more system politics and into more yeah. policy politics. Yeah, well, is it like it's or is better- it even politics? It's well, governance. I think that's the thing. Like, I think yeah. it's, like I think that's you know spot on. Like, the, I think the thing that we have at the moment is that it's a bit like a popular popularity contest, yeah. whereas about people. And I think what we're saying is actually it's about a popularity and substance contest about issues Mm. that actually affect us and they're very very different because i mean in my experience most people you talk to actually have substance around the things that they actually believe really really matter right and this is where i think there's um 
you know, this system and kind of like making it more digital, which you see in lots of other areas is it does those two things I've already said is it makes it easier to participate. Mm. So the speed in which I can do that and get between um, my filling something in and it in the database is instant. Mm. And the other part is then the transparency and being able to actually see, because at the moment, like you take, for example, I don't know, um, climate change or you take domestic violence or you take indigenous rights in terms of kind of First Nations people being able to reclaim and actually have title to, to land, at least in native title. All of these things, I think when you talk to most people broadly, people are like, yep, I kind of agree. But then what happens in our politics, because it's about popularity, it's about wedging those things apart. And what I'm trying to look for is that in the data, you would see a pattern that unites things rather than this divisive kind of like, I, you know, of course, you can still do that digitally. You just have to look at Twitter, whereas, you know, you say anything of substance on that platform, you just going to get attacked. Yeah. Right. It doesn't it's pointless. Like it's actually a pointless exercise. But people kind of figure that out now. They're like, it's just, uh, no, thanks. Yeah. Right. And you kind of share tidbits and et cetera. And but what I I think is so important about this is that it would allow you to see that we're actually quite similar. And that's in, where I think you're hitting that Twitter bit where you can't ha- you not, it's not yeah. the space to share your opinion you can yeah. do that on twitter yeah or exactly you can yeah. do it anywhere else but it isn't in that system this is what you would do right so it's like with like you know do you believe that kind of like um climate change needs to be actually acted on yeah and then there's a set of the questions 20, 2040 accord do you believe we need to cut emissions by 25 percent? yeah i do right do you believe that we need to do x yes i do and that's probably it yeah. and, but those point data points they're almost like they're undeniable but i think um, what happens to us in terms of that as citizens is that we get pulled apart from one another, right? Because there's no, there's no real thread anymore that holds us all together. A hundred percent. So I think the digital, digital citizenship and taking democracy digital in a decentralized way is really bringing it. It's like, it's a contradictory thing in your imagination. You're very singular, but what it's actually doing when you say that you're sort of decentralizing government in a weird way is creating a very if it executed well creating a thread that everyone can be part of yeah and, and see, at the moment and see others we've got wedges left right and center yep. and we're unpicking um, our wedges as we speak just trying to <laughs> yep. understand how that happens yeah and you would see i guess like if you think about it like in a commerce sense like you know broadly if you kind of look at you know like digital based platforms mm. even if you just take like a you know, like a marketplace platform like amazon what's interesting about amazon is that everyone will find themselves within that space, right? There's actually, there's enough stuff that most people have that they know about that everyone can actually find themselves within it. There's a lot of commonality that sit inside the top 100 things that people are. But then what you'd also see is there's this whole long tail of niche issues that probably are not going to get dealt with, right? So you'd quite clearly be able to see as this isn't like what really matters to everyone, right? And And you can take this model into local government as well. And that's where some of those niche issues can get addressed absolutely yeah which is interesting so i think there's a lot for us to learn in the dow space this is obviously happening a lot and a lot of lessons around participation governance and all these things and hopefully it does snowball into a bit of changing what democracy actually means and how we maybe not changing what it means but actually more getting closer to the way that we act within that system and making it more true and for the first time i guess like to kind of start to start to land the plane is that 
you know, I'm always struck by this thought, like when you kind of talk about DAO-based systems or kind of like um, distributed ledgers, however that actually works, that I think what you could rightly say is that for the first time, democracy is going to kind of be this thing that started as actually if you had land, you could vote, where it would actually get to as a citizen, you have a key, you have a number that allows you to vote, right? Mm. And so that everyone has that. And I think that's what's interesting. Everyone has a piece of the puzzle. Everyone has a piece. Every single person. Yeah. It would be a powerful thing. Like mm. you can see, that. you can already see the campaign building for the for the case. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you can. But I, I guess I, you know, I, I think the more that we've kind of talked about it, where where you actually land is that it kind of makes sense, right? It's that the system that we've built up hasn't really, it's never really worked worked. It yeah. worked when I think we had more mass media. We were all kind of told the same thing. And I don't, and I think the issues perhaps we were dealing with were a little bit less complex, right? Because the thing that we often don't look at as citizens is that we have layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of complexity. And what digital in any form in terms of transformation at any level does is it gets you back to some level of simplicity it's a reset and i think this is what this would offer yeah i think it's a real i hope we go there at least test stickers at the moment even though some people would argue that this is a good result here in australia and around it's still a broken system in my mind and that we need to figure out a way to actually enact it so yeah from my takeaways for this conversation is i think there's plausibility. It has that feeling, you know, in line of work, you hear these ideas going around. Some are like, well, I don't know about that. Mm. And some are like, where is it? That should already exist. Mm. Um, and this feels very much like it should already exist. And I think it does at some macro levels, uh, micro levels, pardon me. And then so when it when it grows, I think it gets complexity, but we're, we're already existing in this space. And I think it needs to it needs, it needs to, to land happen. we're landing it and yeah, I think, we are yeah. i think it needs to yeah come into existence so there are things going on that really support it and and are driving it forward so i think yeah, the whether trend it's is tomorrow all in that direction. whether it's tomorrow or next week i think it'll come mm, cool yeah let's hope let's hope so yeah all right well all thank right. you pat all right nice flying the plane with you joe yeah same buddy thank you <laughs> yeah, Thank you for listening to BAU Business As Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.